Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about when to take your chips off the table. We've seen a significant run-up in prices over the past two years. That upward pressure seemingly has no end in sight, yet we know intuitively and as students of history that the party is likely to come to an end. Will there be better purchase prices in the future? It's hard to say. There's a school of thought that says you should never sell income-generating real estate. In an inflationary environment, the properties will continue to appreciate, and that value increase goes to the benefit of the equity holder. Inflation always has the same effect. Inflation is the devaluation of the currency, which wipes out the purchasing power of those on fixed income. It wipes out savings and it wipes out debt. So if your cash is tied up in hard assets like real estate, which is protecting your money from inflation, why would you ever sell? Well, it turns out there are a few reasons to sell selectively. We're going to look at those reasons on today's show. But before we do, we need to talk about money, currency, and the difference between the two. In my world, in order for something to be considered money, it has to fulfill two main functions. Number one, it has to be a store of value. And number two, it has to be a widely accepted means of exchange. And if it can't do both those things, it's not money. With the rapid devaluation of the U.S. dollar, the Canadian dollar, the euro, the U.K. pound, you might conclude that none of these are a very good store of value. So they don't fit the definition of money. Currency, on the other hand, needs to be a means of exchange. And in a war zone like the Ukraine right now, a liter of fuel is also a very valid means of exchange. A lot of people tend to think about the dollar as the reference point. Certainly, the tax authority measures everything that way. But if you think of real estate as your reference point, what if you use dollars primarily just as a means of exchange to trade in and out of real estate? This year, we sold several assets. The question is why? Why did it make sense to sell those assets? Well, it turns out when you own an asset, it does consume some resources. That includes both money and time. You might have underwritten a particular project with a set of assumptions about how much time and money that asset will consume on an ongoing basis. There's sometimes no rhyme or reason as to why two seemingly identical assets perform differently. We've experienced this with neighboring properties on the same street. For whatever reason, one asset attracted very little attention and performed well, and the other one was always a problem child. You can continue to fight the fight and prevail over the asset, or you can value your time and make a decision to invest your time elsewhere. The other factor is the price that you could attract in the market if you choose to sell. In our case, we purchased a portfolio of short-term rentals in the shadow of Banff National Park in the Rockies. In my view, this has been an excellent investment. The investment checked all of the boxes back in 2018 when we made the initial investment. The performance during the startup year was decent but not stellar because it was the startup year. We had a number of startup expenses. Then along came the pandemic, which cut the revenue in half. We had periods of negative cash flow, periods of positive cash flow. We took the preemptive step of negotiating a forbearance agreement with our lender to ensure we would maintain enough cash. We suspended preferred interest payments to our investors. In the end, we did fine, but basically we worked hard for two years, almost for free. When I say we worked hard, that means the effort was heavily concentrated in one individual in the team. We're clearly emerging from the pandemic in 2022, and this year shaping up to be a strong year. We purchased most of these units with prices in the high 400s. When we saw that many condos in the same buildings were selling in the 700s, that was hard to ignore. 
we could continue to fight the fight. It would take another two years of stellar performance to recover from two years of pandemic, and then we would finally generate meaningful profit three years from now. Or we could take some of that profit off the table and recover a bunch of time and the funds to redeploy into another asset that would potentially provide higher returns and sooner. When we ultimately run the retrospective on our Banff investment, we would find that out of a six-year period, we would make money in two out of those six years. And that's because we lost two years to the pandemic and it would take us another two years to recover. In this instance, it made sense to sell. In another case, we had a property in Philadelphia that we completed construction in 2018. That nine-unit building was in a great location with spectacular views of the downtown skyline. But the property had a few small manufacturing deficiencies. The particular brand of low-flow toilet chosen by our contractor was plagued with problems. That resulted in numerous plumbing failures, water damage, claims from our tenants. We even had a few tenants not paying during the pandemic. Overall, the asset was taking a lot of time and not generating any positive cash flow. When it became apparent the asset would sell at a substantial profit, it just made sense. Moving to cash temporarily as a means of exchange for a better performing asset. You see, taking a profit to strengthen the balance sheet and potentially reinvest to strengthen the portfolio from an operations perspective can definitely make sense, even in an inflationary environment. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.